What's up, everybody? I'm Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, and mentor. And my goal is to share with you about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Now let's jump into today's topic. And now a quick word from our sponsor. And we are back. And so today we are discussing who pays for the date. Okay, so this is definitely a hot topic. You know, we got so much going on in the world right now, definitely in the United States when it's uh, in reference to uh, gender equality, gender roles, uh, are all of these kind of things where it just seems like everything is in reverse and flip upside down uh, when it comes to what men and women should do in the relationship. And so even before we even get to the relationship part, as far as what person does what and what that expectation is, we're, we're, we got some rules, whether spoken or unspoken, um, traditional, non-traditional sort of thing going on when it comes to the area of dating. Okay. So recently I was on social media and, um, I saw just a little snippet of her in a, of an interview. It was uh, 50 Cent, um, and uh, he was on with Steve Colbert on his uh, show in the evening. But it was just a clip. I didn't see the whole show and the whole interview. And uh, Colbert asked 50 Cent, he said, um, who should pay for the date? And 50's reply is, whoever um, invited, you know, whoever, you know, whoever ideal it was to go on the date. So... Okay, so I have a thought about that, you know, um, and this is this is something I've also personally dealt with, but it was just interesting um, to hear a man of his calendar say whoever, you know, suggested the date um, is the one who should pay for it. And um, so there are several men and women who feel that same way. If you do the asking, then you should do the paying. So then, you know, the question becomes, is this a date? <laughs> so you have to even pre-establish, you know, is this actually a date? And um, before we even get to, you know, if it's not a date and we just hanging out, then, you know, everybody should pay for themselves. You know, each person should pay for themselves. So you really can't say, would you like to go out on a date with me? Now, you know, you got to change up the lingo and you got to say, hey, would you like to go hang out? Or I'm going to be at this such a place. Would you like to join me? I'm already going to be there. You know, we can hang out. You want to go chill. You want to go be lit. Let's go be lit. You know, you cannot use the D word. <laughs> you cannot use the D word. If you don't plan on paying for the person that you're inviting out to be with you. Now, here's my thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that's like, okay, I don't care who's paying. I have my own money. 
I'm prepared to pay for myself. The thing about it is when you are in your single season, you should be used to taking yourself out. And that way, that's the only way you're going to really find out, you know, A, what you like to do, you know, should somebody ask you out. But then B, you know, what is the caliber of going out experience that you do for yourself that you're going to expect that to to enjoy that with somebody else? For instance, you know, if you like to just stay home, Netflix and chill, you can't invite somebody to your house that you don't know. Well, at least you should, okay, to Netflix and chill with you when you're when you're getting to know them. So you're gonna have to go to the movies, you know, and see what that experience is like. And every movie theater is not created equal, okay? When I go to the movies, it has to be a theater that has reclining seats. I have found this out about myself. I like the reclining seats. I've been to a few theaters. And, you know, I'm five foot four. So, you know, (laughs) these seats are pretty high. So, you know, a short person like myself, you know, when you're sitting for two hours, two and a half hours, three hours for a movie, you know, I'm losing circulation in my legs. Okay. (laughs) Because the seat is high and my feet don't touch the floor. Okay. (laughs) And, you know, people that are taller, that, that, that might not be an issue for them. So they don't feel the discomfort that I feel, you know, I'm about 30 minutes in, you know, the blood is pooling in my feet. Now I can't feel my legs no more one hour in, like, because my legs are dangling, my feet don't touch the floor, you know, then I got to pull my legs up and and, and that sort of thing. I got to be uncomfortable. I need a blanket. You know, it's a whole bunch of issues. (laughs) So in order to keep that happening so that I can fully enjoy a movie, I choose the theater that I'm going to by what type of seating is available. Leather seats, fully reclining seats, I'm there. Because now I can put my legs up just like I do when I'm home and I can enjoy the movie. I would never know that if I don't take myself out on movie dates to know that that's something that is a must for me in order to enjoy the movie. And when, you know, friends and stuff and they ask me to go to movies, I'm like, what kind of seats they got? And I and it's like a thing. It's a thing. It is definitely a thing. I'm like, what kind of seats they got? Because, you know, they don't have reclining seats. I can't go. Or I can go, but let's choose another theater. And I already know what theater's got the reclining seats. And we could do that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so again, in your single season, that's one example. Another example is, you know, what do you like to eat? You know, a lot of us have been quarantined at home. And we just kind of got into a rut of being at home and getting our Uber Eats or DoorDash. Um, you know, all these kind of things. So we kind of lost that, you know, factor of going out to actually eat and sit in in a restaurant and deal with a server and that sort of thing. And again, like I said, when you're first meeting someone for the first time and you're going to go out, or even if you're hanging out with friends, we don't want to go to your house. Okay. <laughs> and plus you should want us at your house because that's your safe space. That's your, that's your little slice of heaven. That's your Eden. You know, that's your place of peace. And then, you know, if you're going to have people over, you're going to have to clean up. You're going to do all this stuff. Some of y'all got to exterminate. Both people come over. I'm just saying. So it might be best for us to go out anyway. You know, um, you get your environment ready for guests. Anyway, besides the point, um, going out to eat, you know, someone is taking you out to eat or inviting you out to eat. You need to know what level of out, what is considered out to eat for you. 
some of you guys out to eat is a fast food chain. It's McDonald's, Burger King, you know, Popeye's. That is out to eat for you. Um, some other people out to eat may be a TGI Fridays. It may be Applebee's. You know, it may be Ruby Tuesdays. You know, some other people eating out may be Olive Garden, Red Lobster, Carabas, you know, and the such, okay? Other people eating out may be, you know, the 100th floor on top of the hotel, okay? That's uh, prime rib and, and lobster tail and that sort of thing. But if you don't know that about yourself, you know, and you start in this dating process and that person says, okay, I'm going to invite you out to dinner. In your mind, you, you're you going to be thinking along the level of what you like. So it's, it's good to know that, especially if someone, if, if their level of going out to dinner is, you know, top of the line, you know, prime rib, ribeye steaks, lobster tail, and it's $100 a plate, and you on that $10 a plate budget, and they expecting you to pay for your own stuff, you need to know that ahead of time, okay? All right, don't let me get ahead of myself. Um, okay. So again, you know, in your single season, when you are dating yourself, you need to actually go out and take yourself out on dates so you can see what your level of dating looks like. That way you won't feel insulted when you're being asked on a date with that someone dates lower or whatever you consider lower than what you do for yourself. And then you won't get, you know, also an aha surprise where, you know, you're the person who, you know, is on the, the, the lower end of a budget for what a date looks like. Okay. All right. So, um, so that's the, that's the prerequisites before even going out on a date. Okay. So say you've been asked to go on a date. The D word is used. It's not a hanging out. This is not a meetup. I'm already going to be out and we're meeting up. This is actual a date. Okay. So what do you do? What do you, what do you say? You know, this person's going to be like, yes, we got a date. So the first thing you can say is, okay, that's fantastic. What kind of date do you have in mind? And, you know, sometimes people are like, well, I just, I just want to surprise you. I hope you got a credit card. <laughs> I hope you got a credit card in your wallet, not your debit card, but a credit card, because you may not know what that looks like. If they won't tell you what that looks like, then, you know, like where y'all going, what they kind of have in mind, then you're going to need to be ready for any kind of circumstance. Okay. Um, but you know, it's good to ask, you know, communication is the first key milestone that you got to have in the beginning of a relationship anyway. So, you know, it's good to ask those questions. Hey, okay, we're, what do we have in mind? If they won't tell you the place, say, well, how do I need to dress? Do I need to be, you know, black tie and evening gown? Do I need to be, you know, heels and a dress? If I wear jeans, would that be okay? Um, that's a good way to kind of know, like, where you're going, especially if you're going out to a restaurant or to a place. You, if you know how to, you know, what the dress code is, that can give you an indication of where you're going, you know? Okay. So that's a good thing to at least ask what they have in mind, um, for your date. You know, is, is it multiple activities or is it just dinner and, um, you know, I'm going back home or is it dinner in a movie or dinner in a movie and then go for a walk? So ladies, if you're like me, that, you know, you love fashion and high heels 
You know, like these are things I need to know. Do I need to pack some flats? Do I need to bring my larger purse that has my flats inside and that my high heels can fit in? You know, because if we plan to do some walking, walking on the beach or walking around the park, I don't want to be thinking about my feet and my feet hurting, you know? So I, I don't I don't want that. That's going to mess up the day in the evening for me. And ultimately for him, I, I got to cut it short because my feet hurt and I don't have an alternate pair of shoes. So this is where communication up front on what's happening with the day is good. Okay. So also, you know, when it comes to the paying um, for this outing. Okay. I am, and I have to give my opinion on this and I, and I have to go, and I, but I have to tell you guys why I have the opinion that I have. I was brought up very traditional and that the guy is the man is supposed to initiate the relationship he's supposed to initiate the date he does the asking you know all of that and the woman does the accepting or the refusing okay so now fast forward okay that i've now been out in the world living my own life um you know being exposed to different people and cultures and the like um you know, it, I really don't have an issue with asking a guy. You know, it's a lot of pressure um, on a man to ask a woman out on a date. It's a lot of pressure, especially if he doesn't know, um, one, if she's single, two, if she's even interested in him, you know, um, you know, three, if she's even, even dateable. So, you know, you got, he's got all these things running through his head. And, you know, it's, it would, I think it's, it would be a little bit easier, um, if they know that there's interest, you know, that there's, that there's some type of inner interest coming from the other side, at least enough interest to spend time with him one-on-one, um, to even see, you know, what's there. Now, do I go out just asking men on dates? No, because guess what? The shoe is on the other foot um, for, for me as well, or any other woman, you know, that is going to just step out of our comfort zone and step out of our tradition, you know, and everything that we've been taught, um, to actually initiate, um, a date or relationship with the guy. And, you know, ladies, I think, you know, those of us that are very traditional and if you're dealing with a very traditional man, you have to be very careful um, in doing that because it, even if he's if he is interested and you take that away from him, like he wants to do the asking, he wants to do those things. And if you take that from him, it's going to really blow up in your face and, you know, zero dark 30. It's, it's not going to happen. So. You have to know if you're what type of man you're trying to be dealing with. You know, if he's progressive, if he's evolved, if he's more traditional, if he's non-traditional. You know, again, these are probing questions when you're um, establishing friendship or, if you know, mutual people to ask. Um, you know, do your homework. Don't just jump out there all willy-nilly, not having any, you know, kind of baseline or background in the person to even know like what their mindset is and that, you know, the, the direction of their thinking that they're going in when it comes to, you know, initiating dating and initiating the relationship. Okay. So, but say in this scenario that, um, it's a traditional situation. The guy has asked the girl on the date, you accept, 
Um, you ask the questions, kind of what kind of date do you have in mind? What does the evening entail? You want to, you know, communicate um, so that you know what to wear, so that you know what kind of money you need to have with you, um, you know, and then um, just in case, you know, so that you're you're prepared clothing wise and all of that. And then it gets to the golden moments. Say you're out to dinner. And I think many of us have had this experience before. Those of us who are participating in dating and courtship and all that kind of good stuff. When the server brings the check, the meal is done. And then they ask, is it one check or two? And it just seems like the oxygen gets sucked out of the room. You know, (laughs) it's like. It's a life or death question. You know, is it one check or two? You know, <laughs> and you just kind of, you know, if you like me, you might look down at your, your fork and your, and your knife and kind of scoop some food around on your plate and just wait to see. You know, it's like them 10 seconds be real long, sometimes three. If it's 30 seconds, that's too long. Somebody need to say something, break the silence. Just be like, it'll be two, you know, or it'll be one. You know, or you just say, it'll be two. And then they say, oh, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Oh, that's a good follow-up. <laughs> that's a good follow-up. When you say, okay, it'll be two. And then you be like, oh, no, no, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Yes, I want to do that. Only refuse once. Okay, don't refuse twice. Do not refuse twice. Because then they be like, okay, well, all right. Cool, you got you. All right, cool. Then you're going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it, it, it's just always good to know if this, if this is an actual date or if you're just hanging out you know and like I said if it is a date um still don't even still have that expectation that the other person is going to is going to pay it's just good to ask and to know um because you know I do a lot of stuff with friends that could be date material or date date places but i'm hanging out with friends so you know it's just an unspoken understanding that we're paying for our own stuff unless somebody says you know what i'm treating don't worry about it or i got the tab don't worry about it but there is an expectation and it is unspoken and understood you know because of our relationship that you know everyone is paying for themselves now if it's a special occasion for a friend like a birthday you know, or anniversary or, you know, some kind of accomplishment career-wise and we were, were celebrating, of course, you want to pay for the person that's celebrating. You know, that's just, that's just nice. That's just being nice, you know, because you love them and, you know, and your friend. But when it is a, you know, um, you know, a possible romantic love connection and there's a date, you know, especially that first date, you, I think as a good rule of thumb, it's good that you are prepared to pay for yourself. And if the other person wants to do that out of their generosity, then they can, but just be prepared. Now, obviously when you're in an established relationship, you know, and the person you with that they want to pay, you know, if it's a guy and he wants to pay for the woman, then by all means let him do that. But I would think ladies, you know, it is still nice and showing, you know, um, you know, that you, you love them and you're showing love and stuff like that to, you know, um, you know, pay for some things sometimes, um, just, just give him an opportunity to feel like you're treating him and that you see his value 
as well. Okay. Now here's the thing. Um, you know, another school of thought, you know, the, depending on who you're talking to and what, um, generational age range, um, that person belongs to, you know, you're going to get a totally different answer. Um, I remember Steve Harvey having this conversation, uh, I believe it was on his show or possibly in his book or both. And, um, you know, he, he's under, he, his thought pattern at that time, um, was that, you know, the, the, the man pays for the date, you know, he asked for the date and he's asking for your time. So someone is asking for your time. It's a cost associated with that and that the man should pay again. Like I said, at that particular time, that was his thought process. You know, that's, that's the angle that he brought. And, you know, I respect that, you know, and again, you know, he is in a certain generation, um, millennials, um, Xers, Yers, you know, G generation global, whatever it is now. Um, <laughs> they are of a different opinion. You know, they're not playing by the same rule book that, you know, many of us were, are playing by or that we were taught, you know, my generation is kind of in the sweet spot. We're like right in the middle of, you know, what was passed down very traditionally. And then the age of modern technology and modernism and, and, and the cultural switch. So it's like, you know, for our age group, you know, my age group, my generation, you can really go either way with how you um, run your relationships, how you view your relationships, how you view gender, how you view roles, how you view all of those things. So my advice to you, um, you know, in all of this is that you be open minded. OK, you be open minded, be open minded because you know, the world is changing so much. Um, people's expectation is changing so much and it's not a 100% guarantee that the person you, um, are attracted to is going to hold dear those same values that you do. And, and even if they do, they might express them differently. So that's where I, I, I think we always have to have that fail safe and fall back on, which is open communication about, you know, what's happening in this relationship, you know, where is it going, that sort of thing, and what those expectations are. These are now, you know, conversations that never, ever had to be had before. These are conversations that were never had. It was just a given that the man is the leader provider, protector, all those kind of things. And so much has shifted in our society. Those things are no longer givens. They're no longer unspoken expectations. Like if you have unspoken expectations for another person, you're going to be sorely disappointed. You're going to be sorely single. So, and, and I'm not saying you'll be single because you um, should be, I'm saying you may be single because you're not communicating properly what your expectation is and what it is that you want and why you want it. Okay. You know, you, you can't just come to someone and say, I, I want the relationship to go this way because that's what I have been taught. You have to now be prepared to say, okay, I, I like this because this is my experience or I've seen this work with other people and I'd like to try that, try it that way. 
or, you know, my parents have been married for 30 years and this is how their relationship started, you know, but I would say still be open-minded. You might be pleasantly surprised that, you know, other options are available to you uh, when it comes to gender and role and um, how we approach uh, those expectations in our relationship. So, you know, it is dating and mating season. I want you to have fun with this, you know, this summer. You know, if you're having a hot girl summer, a hot guy summer, you are wearing hoochie mama shorts, hoochie, hoochie daddy shorts, you traveling or you staying at home, wherever people are, you know, don't be surprised, you know, when this particular topic comes up and you can refer- reference back to this podcast. And um, and maybe if you're one of those people that have already started the dating dating process with someone and, you know, that particular relationship is not working out for you and you don't know what to do, I got the answer for you. Definitely get my new book. It's called The Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindsets That Keep You Down. I'm going to keep you all these bad relationship cycles this summer. Okay, so definitely grab my book. You can order it on my website, www.macmediamoguls.com forward slash shop. And then just click on the breakup boss. I will get that out to you. Or if you prefer Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble, it is available on those favorite websites as well. So happy dating. And remember, stay open-minded. Um, communicate and happy loving. Also, don't forget to pick up your copy of my new relationship book, The Breakup Boss, How to Break Up with Toxic People and Mindsets that Keep You Down. You can go to www.macmediamoguls.com forward slash shop and get your copy today. You can also find the breakup boss book on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, booksamillion.com, and any other fine retailers where you purchase books. Again, don't forget your copy of the breakup boss, how to break up with toxic people and mindsets that keep you down. You'll thank me later. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the next Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship dollars will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on social media today. I'm on Instagram under at jmacspeaks or at jupodcast. I'm on Facebook under jmacspeaks. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com. And there you can purchase my children's books, merchandise, um, and also get valuable information. And while you're there, please subscribe so we can keep in touch. I'm on YouTube at Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing with you again. Have a good one.